Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host Kevin DeVries and as always if you'd like to reach us at the podcast you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. Alright now we have another club update. This time we're going to be talking West Ham United with Sean Whetstone who you can find at Claret and Hugh among many other things that I'm sure we'll talk <laughs> about later. Um, but uh, we're going to just kind of skip the formalities, because there's so much we need to talk about with players that have come in this window. Uh, but let's start with deadline day. Is there anything incoming or outgoing for West Ham United today? So uh, it looks like we've got our, our right back, and I'm going to ask you to pronounce his name because he's the, the, the Spanish. Uh, is he 31 or, or 33? Oh, he's 33. Yeah. Yeah. Abaloa. Um, he's, um, he's passed his medical. Um, I think he's just putting the finishing touches. Uh, do you know what? For dramatic effect, I think they'll probably launch it, announce it about 10 o'clock or half past 10 just to keep Sky News a bit happy. But well, the deal's basically done. It's a one-year deal. Um, he's going to act as a mentor and um, help uh, Sam Byram out, be one of the f- best uh, right-backs in, in the Premier League. Let's see who Bilic starts. Um, but, you know, I think it's a good deal all round. He's a free agent, obviously just come from... Uh, Real Madrid, two months ago, he was playing in the Real Madrid first team and um, obviously had a good stint at Liverpool as well. All right, and uh, there's been a lot of talk about Ener Valencia on the way out and lots of rejoicing from West Ham fans about it. Yeah, I think it's a bit unfair. It just didn't work out for Ener Valencia. So we're looking for free players to go out all on loan. Uh, I mean, the, probably the unwon, unknown one, everyone will go, who? It is Donnie Henry, the Canadian international he, he's like fifth-choice centre-back, so he's never going to get a chance, you know, after Ogbonna linked with Chelsea today, uh, Winston Reid and um, uh, Reese Oxford, um, and, of course, James Collins. So he's fifth-choice. He's not going to get a chance in the first team. He's gone out on loan, or will go out on loan, to, to, to some Danish side I can't even remember. It starts with AC. I can't remember the rest of it. It's that well-known. Um, but, as you say, Enna Valencia linked with... Um, uh, Aston Villa, the chairman said, I watched him three times and I don't want him, which West Ham fans agreed. Um, he then was linked early this morning and late last night with um, a move to Swansea City. Swansea City thought they'd done a deal for a loan with an option to buy. Everton have come in very late, a little bit of a panic buy, it looks like. £1.5 million fee to loan him and a £13 million uh, option to buy him at the end of the season. So um, that looks like it will go through. If there are no hitches, but uh, apparently Swansea are there to pick up if if it falls through. He's in South America with Ecuador at the moment, so that might make it a bit difficult with um, you know medicals and talking to the agent. But um, I, I still think it'll pass the line before or before eleven, or is it eleven thirty? I don't know. I've heard two different which what what the deadline is today. Do you mm. know? I, I'm pretty sure it's just at eleven, but you know there's always that spillover time. Yeah, where yeah, you still yeah. keep hearing everything and you can apply for an hour that, extension. It, and... it should be done, although there is a small rumour that if we get Enna Valencia across the line in time, 
we might have a little lone striker deal up our sleeves. A little, a little bit of a gamble that David Sullivan likes. You know, someone that we can loan probably for about half a million quid that uh, with an option to buy that might just be worth a gamble to, to put in the books. But uh, whether we can get any Valencia across the line and whether we could do that loan deal from probably somewhere in South America <laughs> remains to be seen. Fair enough. Well, we may as well just get into all of the signings you have made. We'll stick with South America, as you just mentioned. Jonathan Caleri, a lot of big clubs were sniffing around him. Yeah. Um, you, you're well, the ones that line him. He has not uh, put the ball in the net, despite having geez. several chances thus far. Yeah, I mean, we, we paid an £850,000 loan fee. Interestingly enough, um, I got told by a very senior source close to the club, we had no option to buy, because get this, the club say one day it would be worth £18 million and they do not want to release him. So they, they said, you know, if you want an option to buy, it will be £80 million. What a joke. Um, it's a typical David Sullivan buy from South America. He hasn't impressed. He should have buried the ball at least three times, and each time he's, he's frozen on the big stage. And he's missed, and, and West Ham fans are impatient. So I think move on, because uh, he's not impressed so far, and I, I'm, I'm really not sure with Zaza coming in, he's going to get too many more chances. Yep, yeah, broadcaster's dream there, helping me segue to Simone Zaza, who you bring in to replace Andy Carroll, who has now picked up a knock and will be out for some time. Simone Zaza was at Juventus. A lot of people were sniffing around him as well. How pleased are you to get him into the club? I'm personally quite pleased. I mean, uh, by the way, Andy Carroll should be back within, you know, five or six weeks. It's not a big thing. In fact, maybe even four weeks. Mm. Um, Zaza is an interesting one. I mean, a lot of people remember him for the missed penalty at the Euros, but really there's a lot more to him, and he's a natural predator. Put Lanzini and Payet feeding him, and I think he will score. You know, it's a big uh, investment for West Ham, £4.2 million loan fee, quite big wages, um, £68,000 a week wages, plus bonuses that will take him to hundred grand a week. We've got an automatic £17 million transfer fee on top of that that will automatically... Um, trigger when he reaches 14 Premier League games. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, almost a permanent transfer in, in, in our eyes. And there's just a, a little safety catch there in case he gets injured like most of our players seem to. Mm. Yeah, he is the one you get across the line, but your search for a striker this window has been very public. Uh, are you a fan of how transparent the club has been in their search for a striker, or do you feel a little egg on facey about missing yeah, some of your bigger well, targets? Do you know what? I love David Sullivan, but sometimes he should keep his mouth shut. Um, and, you know, to come out and say we're going to sign a 30 million 20 goal striker at the beginning of the season, you're sort of asking for it. You know, at the end of the day, we've spent £70 million, a record amount of money. And I'm including the Zaza fee and Lanzini fee in that. And we've got 10 million in return. So that's a net fee of 60 million. That blows our transfer budget and previous years out of the window. Mm. You know, our net fee last year was 25 million. And that's when we bought Payet and, and, and other players like that. So we, they've really put their hand in the pocket. But it's been overshadowed by this, we're going to sa- sign Lacazette or Bashui. You know, Lacazette, you probably saw the media come out, you know, Forty-three million pound. Did we ever have a chance? Was it a media campaign by our owners to look like we're big boys? Sometimes I think our ball try and run before they can walk, and sometimes we've just got to be realistic about what kind of um, players will come to us. You know, as I say, 
Uh, Lacazette turned us down. Bashiri went to Chelsea and turned us down. And of course, Carlos Bacca also turned us down because he wanted Champions League football. So sometimes it's better to keep stumm, keep it quiet, <laughs> and actually focus on the, the, the £60 million pound net we did spend, which is a fantastic move up for this club. Yeah. Um, Andre Ayew, uh, am I correct in thinking he was a club record signing at the time? He was a club record signing, still yeah. a club record signing, oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> the, and the transfer fee for uh, Zaza together. I mean, very. I, I think he would be a great player for West Ham. You know, we were offered him before on a free, by the way, a free transfer, um, and he went to Swansea instead, um, mainly for money. Um, but, you know, it's unfortunate. You know, his muscle uh, came away from his leg. That's how bad the injury is. Um, he should be back. Billich says he should be back playing on the 1st of December. Let's hope he repays the investment we've put in him uh, and ends up a very good striker. It's a striker who scored six goals in eight. So when, when Swansea deploy, uh, de- deployed him as a striker, he scored 12 goals. You know, So um, I'm hoping, I'm expecting good things of him when he comes back into the fold in December. He might have to fight for his place by then, though. Yeah, one of the questions when you signed him was where he was going to line up for you. Are you assuming he's a winger, despite the fact you've bought so many yeah. this window? Yeah, a winger, but you know, sometimes I think we can mix it around. Billy seems to be obsessed with wingers. In other words, he would have 11 wingers. <laughs> he I certainly think. is. You oh, might it's, already it's, have it's 11. Let's <laughs> just have 11 wingers. Yep. You know? um, and, and his obsession, you know, oh no, not another midfielder. But AU apparently is very flexible and, and can play anywhere across the midfield or as a striker. So um, maybe the plan is to use that flexibility and, and play him in a number of roles. Fair enough. Well, if he is to win that right wing spot, he'd have to do it over Sofia Fagouli, which at the time I thought was one of the signings of the summer for free. Yeah. He can be very inconsistent, had a couple rough years at Valencia. Um, some people saying he was the victim of their, their failings. He did contribute to them, but obviously a very talented player. You bring him yeah. in on a free. What are your expectations for him at West Ham? Yeah, well, he's on big money, you know, free transfer, but big wages. Um, obviously, he's got a hamstring at the moment, which is unfortunate. We seem to have a lot of injuries at the moment, but he should be coming back. It's only a, a grade one tear. Um, he looked a bit lightweight, if I'm honest. I've watched him during the Europa League games. Um, and my only question mark at the moment is, is he physical enough for the Premier League? He looked a little bit lightweight. Uh, thrown off the ball a bit too easy. He's obviously got some skill. Jury's still out for me on on uh, Faguli and and whether um, he will be get a regular first team spot. Really, as a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B two B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B two B either. That's why if you're a B two B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. 
All right. IU also flexible enough. He can play on the left, where he'd have to compete with Lanzini, who you now have permanently. Go Cantore, who's on loan. I already forgot Antonio, who's also on the right, but is clearly not a right yeah. back, as we learned oh, through your Europa League struggles. For England. I mean, oh yeah, he's a, he's a tremendous player. He's just significantly not a defender. No, he's not a defender, and, and I think everybody else, uh, Billage finally found that out. And look, as soon as he's freed, he scored two goals in two games. Um, uh, via his head because that's what he does he's a beast and, and uh, anyway we're not here to talk about Antonio because his last season's news Torre uh, is rubbish I, I won't mince words village pick old mate of village um, and I, I for any Turkish listeners right please don't take offence but the Turkish Premier League is rubbish it's just not up to the quality of the Premier League and, and Torre's just been shown up as a very average player. Um, and it's, it's very annoying to West Ham fans. He keeps on being picked game in, game out. It was good that he got pulled off second um, half against Man City because he was letting us down. Um, and I just hope, you know, Billage can be quite like with a dog with a bone and very stubborn, which is what, you know, why he stuck so long as Antonio's a right back. I just hope he sees Torre for what he is. We didn't want to do a permanent deal. He wanted to do a permanent deal. The board said, no, let's do a loan with, with, and, and see how it goes. And I think the board have been proved right on this one. All right, 2.55 yeah. million, by the way, he cost on loan, so not cheap. Yeah, that's a fair bit. We already know what Lanzini is. He's a terrific player, and he's back fit now? He is, yeah. And, and, yeah. and you know, part of that 60 million was 10 million for Lanzini. We forget. Actually, Lanzini was the first sign in the season. He was alone last year. Um, 10.2 million we paid at the beginning of the season to buy him as our first sign in the season. And what a tremendous find he was. Uh, and what a tremendous asset when he comes back for a whole game he will be, uh, you know, lining up with Payet when he comes back from France. He, you know, all the people in Euro saying, ah, he's going off to, that's the last West Ham we'll see of Payet. You know, he's off to Real Madrid, he's off to PSG, he's off to um, Man United, he's off to Chelsea. He's still a West Ham player, and he will be at 11 o'clock. I guarantee that. Yeah, if he was 24, I do think he would have been gone. But at his age, he seems to have found his place. He probably wanted to stay as well. Left back, yeah. you signed Masuaku to hold down the line until Aaron Cresswell gets back from injury. Well, you say that. You say that. But what an amazing find. What an mm. amazing player. And I think he's, he's, he's one of the great uh, bargains of the transfer window. And he's impressed West Ham fans so much that I think Aaron Cresswell will have to fight for his place to get it back. Interesting. Yeah. And um, that's great. To have two left-backs fighting for a position of similar quality is, is a great position to be in. But, but I've been really, really impressed with the guy. Um, and, yeah, I, I think he's going to be one of the surprise successes of, of uh, this transfer window when, when we come to the end of the season. Interesting. All right, uh, then uh, you brought in Havard Nordveit, who weirdly came with very little uh, hullabaloo. I can't believe I just said yeah. that. But um, I thought he was a very solid defender when he was in Germany. He can also play as a defensive midfielder now that you've gotten rid of Alex Song. Maybe he'll yeah. move up a little bit in the formation, although I do love Kuyate. Um, what do you think his role will be for you once he's fully fit? I think he'll be sitting on the bench. Uh, <laughs> At two well, positions. I, I, I really don't see him figuring very much. I see him as a squad player. Uh, he has not impressed West Ham fans one little bit. And in fact, people are questioning, you know, the big money we paid to get North out in 
And again, you know, we paid a, a really big, you know, wages of over 50 grand a week or might even be more than that, 55 grand a week because it was a free transfer. Uh, it, it, it seems a strange one. And I'm not sure he make the grade of the Premier League, if I'm, I'm perfectly honest mm. with you. Uh, I see him paying a very bit part in this season. And he will suffer up. because of the limited competitions with you crashing out of the Europa League. Thanks for reminding me of that. Uh, we've uh, still welcome. got the EFL yeah. and the FA Cup, so who knows? So maybe he'll get some minutes. But yeah, that does not sound very optimistic, considering, like I said, I did think he was fairly good last year. This brings yeah. us to the one glaring spot. Right back. Sam Byram isn't good enough yet. Uh, Michael Antonio is not a defender. One absolutely peach of a, a transfer that might have missed you. Mm. And that is Martinez, who oh. scored. He scored. He, he's playing in our development squad, the under twenty three. He scored, I think, two goals again last night. He scored like seven goals in in the first uh, in the season in the uh, the newly formed development squad. Uh, and he's really one for the future. We paid two point five five million for him, um, Antonio Martinez. Uh, and he's one to watch. He could break through sooner rather than later to the first team. Um, same with Fernandes. We spent $5.44 million on him. Don't really know much about him, but he's a youngster. We're building for a future, you know, more competitive uh, development squad now. But we're spend- spending decent money to build the next West Ham of the future as well. All right, fair enough. So well, right. Then, get back to said, right back. Yeah, let's, let's get to right backs. Uh, Arbeloa looking like the way to go. Another interesting uh, name that I was hearing was the... Oh, man. Now, of course, I'm blanking. The right back from Wolves. Oh, um, Dominic. Yeah, uh, Dominic Yorfa, who, who's very highly yeah. touted. Obviously, he the choice is... He's yeah. a West Ham fan, by the way. He's a West Ham fan. He was born in Southend. He started at Southend until he was 15. Moved to Wolves when he was 15. Really keen on coming to West Ham. Mm. But Wolves want nearly £10 million for him. And they, they have investment now. now. Yeah. And, um, you know, it wasn't going to happen. And we needed the experience. You know, Sam Byron is a good good right back. But I think, you know, we, we needed someone with experience. And, and we've got that um, with, and I keep forgetting, I've already forgotten his name again. Arbeloa. Yeah. Arbeloa. Yeah, it was a choice between experience and, and promising young talent. And, and he's going like to make, you can mentor Sam Byron now. And, mm. and, uh, and, and as I say, at the beginning of the podcast, he can, he can, truly make him, improve him as a right back. All right. So with all of those out of the way, we already touched on the beginning, not expecting much else, perhaps some outgoings, maybe one sneaky incoming. Yeah. Where do you think this squad leaves you when it comes to the Premier League table? Well, I heard uh, a West Ham former player, Tony Gale, on the radio earlier saying we haven't done enough. Uh, I'd be more worried if I was Hull or Swansea or... Um, or even Everton in a pank and buying at the end. I think we've got a decent enough squad for a top 10. I'm not prepared to go beyond that. We're not looking at relegation, right? We've played, you know, if you look at our last season, we played three and, and won one. So we won against Arsenal first day, day of the season, right? We, we then lost against Bournemouth and Leicester the next two games at home. Um, so we have three points after three games. We've got the same. We've won against Bournemouth. We've lost against... You know, a very good Chelsea and a very good Man City. And both of those, by the way, we were cheated. You know, uh, Aguero should have been sent off for that um, elbow mm. and Costa should have been sent off as well. So we were close. You know, we could have won Chelsea on a better day and we certainly could have drawn against Man City uh, and even turned it around. So I think we've, we've been unlucky to only get three points. 
But after when we get back to Watford after the international break, I think with Pyatt back, Lanzini back, and all these players coming back, I think we'll push on. We're twelfth at the moment. I think a top ten finish is you know, I'll be disappointed if we finish outside the top ten. And who knows, we could push for seventh position is, is my position is my prediction. Uh, with maybe a sneaky six if 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 the wind was blowing in the right direction. All right, fair enough. And your signing of the summer? Um, my signing of the summer. Oh, that's a difficult one, you know. Um, I'm going to go with optimistic. I'm going to hope, only because of the money we're spending, it's Simone Zaza who will, will bang in 20 goals this season and be that 20-goal striker that um that david sullivan bragged about if that could be him i think that would be a dream come true fair enough all right well why don't you tell the folks uh, where they can find you so you can find me on twitter at west ham football um as kev said earlier i write for a number of blogs i write for clarenthue.info um i write for westhamtillidire.com uh two good blogs and uh i'm also a, a host on a west ham podcast called more than just a podcast.co.uk more as in Bobby Moore. That's it. Hmm. Thanks, Kevin, for having me on. And uh, uh, I, I don't ask you about Spurs because I'm sure you'll be doing that on another segment. <laughs> yeah, we probably don't need to uh, draw this out any longer. But very pleased to have you back on and wishing you personally, maybe not your club, the best this season. Cheers. Cheers.